Welcome everyone to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David and this is Evening Prayer for Tuesday, February 7th, the year of our Lord 2023, the season after Epiphany. The prophet writes, Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey, where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who have been so generous in your giving. Your continued support is helping this ministry reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this evening. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient. You'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 42 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace that we may be cleansed from all of our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Invitatory. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise, the people say. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our evening canticle, the Fos Hilaron, on page 44. Together, O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Our psalm for this evening, Psalm 94, beginning on page 392 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs. O God, to whom vengeance belongs, show yourself. Arise, O judge of the world and reward the proud according to their deserving. O Lord, how long shall the ungodly, how long shall the ungodly triumph? How long shall all evildoers speak so disdainfully and make such proud boasting? They smite down your people, O Lord, and trouble your heritage. They murder the widow and the stranger and put the fatherless to death. And yet they say the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. Take heed, you unwise among the people, O you fools, when will you understand? He who planted the ear, shall he not hear? Or he who made the eye, shall he not see? 
or he who nurtures the nations? He who teaches humility, knowledge, shall he not punish? The Lord knows the thoughts of man, that they are but vain. Blessed is the one whom you chasten, O Lord, and whom you teach your law, that you may give him patience in time of adversity until a pit is dug for the ungodly. For the Lord will not fail his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. But righteousness shall return to the place of judgment, and all those who are true of heart shall follow it. Who will rise up with me against the wicked, or who will take my part against the evildoers? If the Lord had not helped me, my soul would soon have dwelt in the land of silence. But when I said, My foot has slipped, your mercy, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of the sorrows that I had in my heart, your comforts refreshed my soul. Will you have anything to do with the counsel of the wickedness, which turns evil into law? They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocents to death. But the Lord is my refuge, and my God is the rock of my confidence. He shall recompense them for their wickedness and destroy them in their own malice. Indeed, the Lord our God shall destroy them. And the glory of Patri, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, Jeremiah, chapter 37. Jeremiah 37, beginning at verse 1. Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, made king in the land of Judah, reigned instead of Kaniah, the son of Jehoiakim. But neither he nor his servants nor the people of the land listened to the words of the Lord that he spoke through Jeremiah the prophet. King Zedekiah sent Jehuchal, the son of Shelemiah, and Zephaniah the priest, the son of Maaseiah, to Jeremiah the prophet, saying, Please pray for us to the Lord our God. Now Jeremiah was still going in and out among the people, for he had not yet been put in prison. The army of Pharaoh had come out of Egypt, and when the Chaldeans who were besieging Jerusalem heard news about them, they withdrew from Jerusalem. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Thus shall you say to the king of Judah, who sent you to, to me to inquire of me, Behold, Pharaoh's army that came to help you is about to return to Egypt, to its own land, and the Chaldeans shall come back and fight against this city. They shall capture it and burn it with fire. Thus says the Lord, Do not deceive yourselves, saying the Chaldeans will surely go away from us, for they will not go away. For even if you should defeat the whole army of Chaldeans who are fighting against you, and there remained of them only wounded men, every man in his tent. They would rise up and burn this city with fire. Now when the Chaldean army had withdrawn from Jerusalem at the approach of Pharaoh's army, Jeremiah set out from Jerusalem to go to the land of Benjamin to receive his portion there among the people. When he was at the Benjamin gate, a center there named Irijah, the son of Shelemiah, son of Hananiah, seized Jeremiah the prophet, saying, You are deserting to the Chaldeans. And Jeremiah said, It is a lie. I am not deserting to the Chaldeans. But Irijah would not listen to him and seized Jeremiah and brought him to the officials. And the officials were enraged at Jeremiah, and they beat him and imprisoned him in the house of Jonathan the secretary, for it had been made a prison. When Jeremiah had come to the dungeon cells and remained there many days, King Zedekiah sent for him and received him. The king questioned him secretly in his house and said, Is there any word from the Lord? 
Jeremiah said, there is. Then he said, you shall be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. Jeremiah also said to King Zedekiah, what wrong have I done to you or your servants or this people that you've put me in prison? Where are your prophets who prophesied to you, saying the king of Babylon will not come against you and against this land? Now hear, please, O my lord the king. Let my humble plea come before you. Do not send me back to the house of Jonathan the secretary, lest I die there. So King Zedekiah gave orders, and they committed Jeremiah to the court of the guard. And a loaf of bread was given him daily from the baker's street, until all the bread of the city was gone. So Jeremiah remained in the court of the guard. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us respond to the lesson now in the words of the Magnificat, the Song of Mary, page 45. In unison, My soul magnifies the Lord, Mary sings, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our second lesson, St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5. Second Corinthians 5, verse 1. The apostle continues, For we know that if the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan, longing to put on our heavenly dwelling, if indeed by putting it on we may not be found naked. For while we are still in this tent, we groan, being burdened, not that we would be unclothed, but that we would be further clothed, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always of good carriage. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we are of good courage, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please Him. But we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive what is due for what has been done in the body, whether good or evil. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade others. But what we are is known to God, and I hope it is known also to your conscience. We are not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you cause to boast about us, so that you may be able to answer those who boast about outward appearance and not about what is in the heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of God controls us, because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but 
for him who for their sake died and was raised. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Page 46, the Nunc Dominus, our response. Together, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepare before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this evening's lessons. But return and join me as we lift our voices together and confess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 46. In unison, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer, page 47. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, the people say, let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Together, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our evening suffrages, that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord, 
that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit and the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all of our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. Page 603, our collect of the day from the fifth Sunday of Epiphany. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, keep your household, the church, continually in your true religion, that we who trust in the hope of your heavenly grace may always be defended by your mighty power. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. And at the bottom of page 49, this college for aid against perils on this Tuesday evening. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom. Using these three prayers on page 51 to frame our intercessions, I invite you to join with me. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you. All nations obey you. All tongues confess and bless you. And men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. We pray this evening for all of those who have not yet received the gospel of Christ and for those who have never heard the word of salvation. Send forth laborers into your harvest, O God, and gather yourself a harvest of souls. We lift up those who have lost their faith and become hardened by sin or indifference. Stir up the embers that are in their hearts, O God. Fan them to flames and let these be saved. And we pray for the contemptuous, the scornful, those who are enemies of the cross of Christ and those who have persecuted your disciples. Forgive them, O God, for they know not what they do. Open their eyes and their hearts to the truth and let these be saved. And finally, we hold up those who in the name of Christ have persecuted others, that you, O God, will open their eyes and their hearts to the truth and lead all of us to faith and obedience to your word. These things we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now as we lift up our prayer list unto the Lord, keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. Stretch forth your mighty hand, O Lord, to heal, to deliver, and to provide for everyone who's calling upon your mighty name. May they find it to be a strong tower from the enemy. And all these things we ask for your love's sake. Amen. Finally, O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love, that in companionship with one another your bounding grace may increase among us. 
Help us, O God, to love one another as Christ has loved us. And help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to take this love to a lost and a dying world. As you build your church, mighty God, let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord. But be sure and return and join with us at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 51. Together, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you've made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray you give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto you. And you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Evening Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in Brighton, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsanglican.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links there that'll help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.